What up, what up, what up? <laughs> you know, sometimes I be hearing that in my head. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I get I get in people's heads. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, um, I'm going to probably be more excited on this one, too, um, just specifically because of the Bullet Club. If you go back and listen to the Global Wars review I did for Ring of Honor, I marked uh-huh. out so hard. I just had to say this. I marked out so hard when Adam Cole joined the Bullet Club. It's been a lot of Adam stuff in the news, just to go off on a tangent. We had Adam Cole on Sunday. Adam Page joined the Bullet Club on Monday night in Michigan. And then Adam Rose has um, been in the headlines this week. Has added himself to uh, the incarceration list. He got out out today, and it sounds like he's going to get off with more of a slap on the wrist than, like, a heavy penalty type of thing, but... Obviously not good. I mean, it wasn't good before when he was calling out his employer online multiple times. And a doctor's note. And a doctor's note. It's just kind of like the more you talk about it, the more you're not letting it die. But um, Poor guy. I, I, Aaron, I, don't, I don't know if you do yellow slips when you do absences in your uh, district, but it made me want to get him a yellow slip to <laughs> you know, say he has an excused absence. It made me want to give him... A swift kick in the behind because you don't treat a lady like that, especially when you're raising kids with special needs with. Um, yeah. I don't know, man, but it's going to be what it is. I, I hope he can turn things around. But back to AJ Styles. Yeah, yep. yeah. So, um, fans, if you haven't heard part one, it was our approach of basically of why we felt Ronda Reigns should keep the title coming up into this next pay-per-view. In this portion of the podcast, we're, definitely, we're going to go over why we feel AJ Styles is the more deserving of the, of the title change. So, um, I guess the first part to just start off is this, we'll, we'll go around, we'll say why, and I, we'll, we can look at the pros and cons of it, and any, anything else interesting we want to add to it. So, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to go last, because I feel like I'm probably the more biased of the crew okay. right now, but... Uh, I need to let Aaron go first because I'm going to counter some things. I guarantee it. Okay. I've been nominated to go first. Um, <laughs> I don't think, and you guys have to correct me if I'm wrong about this, but I don't think we've had a talent come in with that that, that much cred since, like, Brock Lesnar. 
where like he was just a big freaking deal on his way in. I mean, you think about the timing's almost similar. Brock debuted around springtime with that whole thing with the Hardys on Raw. And then by SummerSlam, he's champion and beats The Rock in the main event. AJ Styles comes in, debuts at the Rumble, has the thing with Jericho. And, you know, say what you will about the booking at WrestleMania. But overall, I think the feud with Jericho was a very great success in terms of getting AJ Styles his footing in WWE. And now he's working in the main event for the title. Anywhere the guy goes, he gets over. And I just think it would be such a, a high moment for WWE to really cash in on AJ Styles and what he brings to the table. I think it would be a nice way to highlight Gallows and Anderson and by uh, association get them to be a bigger deal, maybe have them feud with the New Day. And then by association from that, Finn Balor could come in, which I think the entire wrestling world is just kind of waiting for with bated breath. So there's some things you can do with AJ, and not only he's just he's the biggest baby face in the company outside of maybe Shane in terms of the pop he gets when he comes out. Um, I think it might just be one of those situations where the iron's very very hot right now, and they should strike. All right, oh. so, it's, all right. Here's here's one thing I want to I want to say. Would this feud have been any more interesting if the Usos also would have had the tag team championships? No. Yes. It would have been worse. I disagree. Well, let me hear your reason why. Do you remember when Evolution had all the titles? I do remember that, but they're not comparable to Evolution. They're not, but it's it's kind of a similar um, booking mechanism where these guys... Are you could even name the stable if you wanted to the men? You know, Roman says he's the man. You know what I mean? I would prefer they be more of a Samoan name, just you know, and I it's a way to get Samoa Joe on the main roster eventually too. But um, I think it would just be so interesting because then you could truly make Gallows and Anderson baby faces chasing a title and AJ chasing a title all kind of as a unit. But at the same time, I really really like the. Um, the underlying kind of I'm trying to think of what to call it, like the the battle of beliefs between how AJ Styles thinks they should get things done and how Gallows and Anderson want to do business. And I think ultimate where where it's probably headed is those heads are going to collide, and AJ Styles is going to be in some sort of a feud with either Gallows and Anderson or whatever those Balor Club thing amounts to be, because God knows they've hinted at it enough. Here we go with this again. They were chanting Bullet Club at Balor this week on NXT. I know that was yeah, taped right. several weeks ago, but um, very entertaining episode of NXT, by the way, this week. Nakamura is just, I love Nakamura. I can't believe he's on WWE now. Still still can't get over that. It's so great. And we saw like one of his greatest matches and probably Sami Zayn's like greatest match Yeah. in Dallas. It was great. I, okay. Oh, go I, ahead. Go ahead, too, James. I mean... I agree with Aaron, and I and I and I think um, you know AJ Styles winning the championship here. You didn't immediately look at the rest of them. You say, okay, now where do they get into the title contention? Because it's like um, I I noticed how you said they'll have to feud against the New Day, which obviously you're projected that the New Day retains, which. I'm thinking maybe this is the point where the five villains actually uh, pick up some Ruja Hill heat by going over the New Day. I think but they should do it too. <laughs> but eventually, you know, 
uh, big cast and um and Enzo will, will probably be the next will probably be next in line well, or whoever it may be the Dudley's whoever but it's just the tag team division is really not so solid to the point where um unless you are the number one contender everybody else is a big great cloud over them. like who knows when they're going to be next because it's just, just it just seems to be a big roll of the dice where tag teams are breaking up and storylines are not even focused towards the goal so you know I thought I think it would have been a a major thing if the Usos also had the belt here, because I mean, we could have seen some, we could have seen some crazy stipulations where all go, uh, all mat, look, all belts were on the line in one match. I don't even think that's ever been done. They did something like that in not that like that, but kind of at. I was just talking about this with Doctor M the other day at uh, at SummerSlam 08 I went to that in Indianapolis and they did the a combination of the women's and the IC titles in the same match when Santino and Beth Phoenix won the titles together. All right. But man, but it was right. very entertaining. I think that could also work and you know, I would almost like to see them move towards you remember like the heyday of the Attitude Era where you had three tag teams that were always in the mix, the Hardys, the Dudleys and mm-hmm. Edge and Christian. Why couldn't we do that again with like Enzo and Cass? It would almost be poetic to have the Dudleys involved in some capacity. The New Day and then Gallows and Anderson were like the Vaude villains, the Ascension, um, Golden Truth, whenever that finally actually happens. <laughs> um, when we stop taping cell phones, the sticks. Um, you could kind of create them as like the lower tier that kind of puts them over on Raw and stuff. Maybe that's where it could head. Um, kind of getting back to AJ. We've already brought up kind of a number of avenues they could go with him post-winning the title, which bears at least some sort of consideration of him winning the title, don't you think? Uh, oh, see, yeah. oh, yeah. This is where I agree, though, my friend. So let, let me backtrack a little bit. Okay. Do I think AJ Styles is phenomenal? No pun intended. Yes. Okay. You intended However, it. Stop it. <laughs> Saying that like a Roman Reigns spear. Oh, very funny. You have to listen to part one to get that reference, folks. <laughs> oh, Lord. Now, look at this for a second. And I would kind of say that AJ Styles compares to a different wrestler than Brock Lesnar when his debut. Now, hear me out, okay? I think AJ Styles' debut is very similar to Chris Jericho when he first debuted in the WWF. Now, when Chris Jericho, de- uh, Chris Jericho debuted, he was known to be around ECW. He was known to be around WCW. And he was, you know, at the top of his game when it came to those two promotions. But he still needed to make sure he made his mark. Mm-hmm. So when he made his mark, he made his mark with The Rock. And he had a great opening segment, you know, mini feud and everything. But then when Chris Jericho got in after that big moment with The Rock, what did he do? He took a couple of L's. But when he took a couple of L's, that kind of actually helped this character build up until what we get to 2001 Avengers, where he not only became the first undisputed champion ever, he also beat The Rock and Stone Cold in the same night. So when you think about it, those early losses made a big foundation of what he really is, and that's why he's one of the greatest WWE performers of all time. Flip that to AJ Styles. He's been in TNA. He's been in New Japan, and he's been at the top of those games. But it still wasn't the WWE. What did he do when he first came to WWE? He took a couple of L's. He just lost to Chris Jericho at Mania. He lost to Roman. At least he hasn't gotten the title yet. But he doesn't need it right now. Give him a couple of years, 
he might become another undisputed or something similar champion where he then becomes becomes not only the greatest WWE wrestler of all time, he becomes the greatest wrestler or one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. So just because we got him in here so early, you don't have to rush again the title. Let his WWE story build up. And then when you have a big video package of him in New Japan, him in TNA, him in ROH, him at WWE, it shows the foundation of how he dominated every single wrestling promotion. And then you can make him the top guy probably of WWE's history. Hear me out on that. Um, I don't know about in history because Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, is a thing. But can I can I can I kind of build off of that real quick? AJ, isn't AJ Styles like 38 right now? He can wrestle till he's 41. No, no, no. But but my point is, he's here now, and you hear you you read today the reports of him getting the weekend off and getting smacked on off because he's banged up. He's here now. He's the most over babyface on the roster now. Why not yeah, do it now? Because then, because then you have you know how they'll go back to a Rock or they'll go back to a Bret Hart. These past world champions of their lineage. Why not make another one that you know is going to be super over for pretty much all time? Uh, I, I can see and, your point, but when you have people like Triple H having a new uh, performance contract that he's using now, that just signed another three year deal. You have John Cena, who's in his upper 30s as well, that you can see him wrestling for another three years. I think when you think about wrestlers who are in tip-top shape, even though they need to take SmackDown on weekends off, they can go to their about 42, 43 on a consistent night. For and sure. Wrestlers that are in great shape. However, uh, that's why I feel like even at 38, that's still kind of a mini problem. Like, look at Cesaro. Cesaro can definitely wrestle for another five or six years, and he's in his upper 30s. I think what? he could go even longer than that if he's healthy. Well, I, I, great I, I shape. got a couple of points. Can I say one more thing on what we were just saying before you go, really quick? Tell me a bigger SummerSlam main event than champion AJ Styles versus challenger John Cena. And if you want to even go a step farther, versus challenger Roman Reigns. And if you want to go even farther, versus challenger Dean Ambrose in a fatal four-way. Or Seth Rollins. Back to what you said like a, a month ago. You said the biggest one, the biggest match would have to be Finn Balor, right? So if, Not in a world title scenario, way. but I think that that would be another thing you could do. But I, I, I wonder if AJ Styles, John Cena might not be the biggest match you can do now. Is that a WrestleMania main event? Probably not, but it's something right. that would be hot right now when both of them are healthy. You think about this Hawaii house show they're coming up to. They're going to do Nakamura versus Cena for the first time ever. I hope to goodness gracious they put that on the network as a live special. I think they will. That is hot. That is hot fire. It's in Hawaii. They're running a house show in Hawaii in like June, I think. Nakamura, Cena, and then Brock's going to be on the card. I don't remember who he's working. Um, I mean, that's just alone bears putting it on your network. Why would you not? They got to. They're sold out, and I guess secondary ticket markets start at like 180 for a house show, for this house show in Hawaii. It's insane. Nakamura's a big deal, and yeah. Cena's a big deal. And don't forget, um, not, um, about to say Nakamura, don't forget Hawaii, neighboring country is Japan, so that's, that's home mm, territory. Yep. Good call. It's like, us going, it's like us going to California. It's actually the same distance, actually. It really is. <laughs> no. Um, no, no. Go, ahead, go ahead, though, buddy. I didn't mean to cut you off. Like, uh, no, this Chris Jericho uh, comparison,
person, I'm not even going to let slide because this is totally different. Totally what? different. It is. There are two different points of their career. I agree with them. It's totally different. Chris Jericho left a, a dying company, and the whole fact of going to the WWE was saying that, hey, I'm about to let go of my ego for riding with WCW so hard, and I'm going to go to the next company, and I'm going to succeed. That's all it was. Because oh, wait. Did that, did that, does not, that sound like TNA to you? No. Is that... No, it doesn't. AJ, AJ Styles said, I'm the hottest wrestler in the business. Who has the most money? I don't think he particularly went to the WWE because that's what he said. This is going to epitomize my career. He says... Well, he's going to say that, but he he wants exactly. the money. You're absolutely right. Exactly. exactly. So he says, I'm open to it. He spoke He spoke just like a regular a, a free agent in the NFL. A businessman. Yeah, you know, so... He's the hottest person. He knew that any brand that he went to, he was going to be the man. And that's why, that's my argument with him and the contract that he must have written, that he had to be in total uh, uh, title contention, where he had to be one of the highlights in the opening promo, where he had to just be the guy. He had to have his own merch, and he profit off of it. You know, they didn't even sell his stuff to WWE. He owns his stuff, and they sell it. He so let me ask you this. Everything is written the way he wanted it to be because he knows he is the hottest free agent indie wrestler on the market right now. Does he get paid more than Cena right now? Yeah. Uh, heck no. No, Cena's still the WWE guy. No, absolutely not. That doesn't mean that he doesn't make a lot of money because he gets his own merch. You know and he I gets mean? to stay in the States. He's not in Japan all the time. So, right. It's so, it's kind of a good you know, situation. Con- He's talked about it on podcasts recently too. The contract is written to a way where it's a look. John Cena is our guy. He's not going to work all his days. He, he, he makes it. He, his John Cena is WWE. WWE is John Cena. His name alone sells. Ray J Styles, your name is known on the indie market and on the indie market, but you have to be able to solicit yourself to kids, which when it, when you say kids, that equals merch, which equals toys, which equals the household name that makes the parents buy tickets because of AJ Styles. But on the on the contract, we'll put you in the big picture. We'll promote you, right? We'll sell your merch. You'll get your money off your merch. If it's like an 80-20 split, whatever it may be, he's going to make his money. So it's just like, you know, when you have um, a contract, but you have a great endorsement deal on the side of it. So he's fine. So I just, and, and I think back to what Aaron's saying. He's hot right now. He's buzzing. He's getting the pop. He's, he made, the one thing I was going to say earlier, too, he made SmackDown relevant again with the Chris Jericho feud. Mm-hmm. Just in order for you to completely see the feud roll around it, you had to watch Raw, you had to watch SmackDown. They're kind of doing that with the Gallows and Anderson thing a little bit, it's, too. It's but sad. And I, exactly. I miss I missed SmackDown last week. I wish I had watched it. I'm going to watch it this week. but So I, I, I think his position right now just only points to him winning the title. The only reason why I just don't think it will be right now this next pay per view is just because of the fact that the WWE loves trios. You so know, I can I can I add to what you said about Iron being hot right now? Mm-hmm. L- let me run some some um, ex post facto booking. <laughs> Sorry, there's a train coming through my neighborhood at the moment. Some ex post facto <laughs> booking here leading into WrestleMania this year, and tell me if you would have been more satisfied with this. We had the title tournament at Survivor Series, and the finals was Dean versus Roman. What if you did the exact same story, but had Dean win, get screwed over by the authority because he wouldn't play ball? 
Dean gets, um, you know, the title taken away from him. He comes back. He fights against Vince on Raw. Gets the title back from Sheamus. Loses it in the Rumble like a fighting champion. Doesn't get wheeled out for half of the Rumble and then comes back at the end when there's no one left like Roman does. And then maybe Roman won the title in the in the Rumble and he does his whole, I'm not the good guy, I'm not a bad guy, I'm the guy. You, you know, you're my friend, but I'm not going to give you any free shots. I'm the guy, you're not the guy. And what if you did Dean versus Roman in a very similar kind of story is what they're doing with AJ right now at Mania in the main event. My point uh, is they uh, should have struck while the iron was hot because Dean was so hot this fall and winter. And over last summer too? Yeah. like, And then you could have brought AJ in and done any number of things. I just think Dean Ambrose could just as easily be in this AJ style spot. And the fact that they've gotten here again and gotten a really hot baby face in a title program – Kind of with two chains in the in the respect that maybe even if it's just like a one month reign, don't you think people would feel satisfied that they recognized what we all have known for a very long time about AJ Styles? I don't think so because I, I, in my personal opinion, if you look at Summers, Summers are always spotlighted by heels who win Money in the Bank. I wouldn't in even. My mind, well, what opinion. what if AJ was champion and Kevin Owens won Money in the Bank? You're telling me you wouldn't be excited about that feud? Book it. Book it. I, I, I Book would be it. excited. I would be excited about that feud. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I would be excited about that. Feud. You would be but no, I don't, no, but you would be excited. You know, you would. I would be excited about that feud, but I don't think WWE is gonna pull that trigger just yet. If they do pull the trigger, it'll probably be mm, around October. There. Yeah. How about this? I, look. <laughs> Now, now I'm getting into the booking again. See, I had to wipe the dust off a little bit. Look. <laughs> oh, Lord. And I see me when I did that, too. But, look, here we, here we go. Book this. Exactly what you said. I don't, we, we give we give um, AJ Styles the belt now. We give AJ Styles the belt in what will be five weeks will be the next pay review if I calculate correctly. Yeah, um, Money in the Bank's like mid, mid to late June, I believe. I think that's right, yeah. Dear Vince McMahon... His four top gunners will be back within four weeks. Is it is it is it likely that Seth Rollins could come back and void that same position that you just booked Dean Ambrose to? There wouldn't be as much sympathy for him. They'd really have to tell that story well, but you could. Theoretically, because what I will say is I, I almost don't want to see Seth be a sympathetic babyface. I want him to be on fire hot about not having his rematch immediately when he wants it on Raw or whenever he comes back. Because he no, never no, got book, his rematch. Oh, book him as a heel. But still book him in the same role that you that you said that that um that that uh you was gonna do Dean Ambrose. The thing was the thing with Seth is he's such see, it, it's really no such thing as a true heel and a true face no more. Like it it's really isn't except for even Marie, the only heel in the game. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> And I think that Seth Rollins was a true heel. I think Sheamus is a pretty good heel too, but I, I, I agree with your point. I, I think Seth Rollins was a really good heel, but only because of the likes of the authorities and the feuds that he was up against. However, when it came down to Seth Rollins versus John Cena, people like Seth Rollins. Well, when it comes down to Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns, I guarantee people are going to like Seth Rollins no matter how he's booked. But that automatically makes him relevant. And the storyline with that gets interesting. Because you have two shield members feuding again, 
and, and, and this only just leaves Dean Ambrose just waiting to get involved with this again. I, 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 I see that as a placeholder for Roman Reigns to be off the belt for relevant. I think that's the, the great. The interest is definitely there. It's it's like one of the hottest like bookings that everybody's booking all over the place. We, everybody knows it's coming at some point. You know? Well, and then the benefit of doing it that way, for like not for the title, is that you could come back to it again at an even bigger show, Cough Cough WrestleMania, and do it for the title, which makes mm-hmm. it seem like a bigger deal. Um, so then if you're looking, like let's just say fantasy booking-wise, you do Shield Triple Threat, non-title, AJ Styles, theoretically, versus John Cena for the title. That's a pretty good one-two punch, and you haven't even talked about Brock Lesnar yet. Yeah, because, you know, he is he is definitely the, their their prize fighter. No no matter how we like to put Kevin Owens, Brock Lesnar is the prize fighter. Yeah, well, it's probably going to be Brock versus Wyatt or Strowman. It's kind of what it's sounding like, and I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, yeah, I mean, because you know, you bring him in, he squashes whoever, and that's that. But you know, just 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 to make sure we we, we stick on what the title was. This this is this is why I'm comfortable with AJ Styles having the belt. Um, this is this makes a lot of good storylines for plenty of people. Kevin Owens, um, the call ups. Um, I'm even. I, could you even imagine an AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin? I think that would be fun for kind of a maybe a B level pay per view. I wouldn't do it on like SummerSlam or anything, but short short term gives puts more heat on a guy that you know needs the development. Um, could the, could work with a really a good ring general to help him out. Uh, it's just it's just a lot of implications of what this world class wrestler who will be decorated, who you can say time spent, investment spent. Contract yeah. worthy, yeah, and, and develop plenty of people, and then we get all of the fantasy matches that that the internet's been buzzing about. You already teased up with Kevin Owens once. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we've seen him wrestle, which has been good. Um, and then you got so many other state stakes in the hole. Like Sami Zayn will will probably you know get a get a run at it as well. But you know, I just think I just think it just makes it just makes him more solidified as the person. As, as the guy by having his belt and why he's here. Well, you know, I think it paves a yellow brick road for Finn Balor to come in. And mm-hmm. and then you have your, you know, once the real boys up there, Gallows and Anderson can formally turn on AJ and support Finn Balor in his pursuit. And I would love to see heel Balor because I'm not very familiar with his heel run in New Japan. But from what I mm-hmm. understand, he was very, very good. And I think getting rid of the demon part completely will just get him over as a heel more. But I don't think they're ever going to turn him heel anytime soon. It's just something that could happen. I, I I'm I'm going to guess just looking at the time that we've recorded this part of the half of you know compared to Roman's part of our podcast episode, this has been much longer. And I don't know if, if that's due to more debate about how it would even be done, or if. It's because we're more excited about it. Now, Celis, you've debated us more on this topic. Do you think, just kind of maybe closing it out here shortly, that because we were the the idea of Roman keeping the title is so much more simpler and straightforward, do you think that's ultimately the way to go? Like, what's your ultimate opinion? No more devil's advocate. I mean, I, I, I'm with, I, I have nothing wrong with AJ winning. Nothing wrong, short term. I have nothing. And like you said, you made a great point about, especially about him being white hot right now. If you're white hot, pull the trigger now. Yep. But in just thinking in WWE's terms, 
even though it is so white hot, they still never pull those triggers when they need to. Um, and I, and I just can't sell it. I, I'm just trying to think on the WWE's perspective what they're trying to think. I just think they won't do it. Even if it's a short-term one month, I, I still think that little taste won't be enough because everybody said, well, why do you have to lose the title already? He needs to keep the title. He needs to have it for a long range. You're going to hear that feedback. I, I just don't see it happening. It, you know, uh, to that comment, people complain about a lot of Everything. things. Everything. And I, and, I, and I do get it that you feel like you... Um, legit, you, you, you're not legitimizing the belt by having it flop hands. Okay, right. cool. But then you have the U.S. Championship that doesn't get defended, and everybody's like, oh, we wanted to be on Cena, uh, 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 back with Cena with an open U.S. Challenge so that it's defended all the time, and there's actually real possible threats where he could lose it and people get excited about it. So wait a minute. So what do you guys want? You want a person that holds it, that never defends it? Or you want a person that always defends it and us, he can actually lose it? With Ronan Reigns holding it, everybody literally clearly thinks that he's never going to lose it and he needs to hold it forever. I don't see the fun in that. Doesn't make me want to tune in. You're absolutely right. Doesn't make me want to tune in and see what, like, right now I do because, like, right now they've sold me that AJ has a legit shot. But, like... You know, it probably wouldn't get interesting again until he feuded with, like, ultimately Cena. You know what I mean? Because then it's just like, who knows? You know what I mean? Like, who's Vince really want at the moment? Yeah. I just, I, mean. I think there's value to striking while the iron's hot, and this is why AJ's my pick. Do you remember how white hot the Mankind character was when he won the title from The Rock on Raw? With, and DX carried oh, him around. That was, awesome. that was the whole thing where they on Nitro they spoiled the ending and they lost like yep. six hundred thousand viewers or whatever it was. I was just gonna say. It was, I was just gonna say it made you turn away from WCW. It did, and it was ultimately the you know the turning point of the Monday Night War. I don't think WCW ever really won the ratings war again after that. I'm, I'm, I might be totally okay. mistaken, but I know it was a big turning point. You know, Mick Foley has had three world title runs that totaled somewhere around 32 or 33 days combined. But Mick Foley has been, you know, off and on a mainstay that WWE can go back to for promoting a cell match or having a show with his daughter on the network or highlighting a comedy special or doing a guest appearance at WrestleMania. If he wasn't a former world champion, we wouldn't look at him the same way. And like I said, AJ Styles is a very valuable commodity that they could go back to off and on for the next 20 years. He could be the guy at WrestleMania 50 running out on the new, on this light heel stable and beating them up and giving them the comeuppance. And people are going to say, that's AJ Styles, former WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. I just think just it, you saying, let, let me put this in there. And I, I don't mean that it sounds great, but let me put this in there. And we said this before numerous times. WWE does not have a good track record of putting over at the top case of their non-purebred guys. I, I mean, yeah. purebred, I'm talking about Triple H, purebred. I'm talking about Stone Cold, purebred. I'm talking about The Rock. Well, Austin, not really, because he was he was in WCW for an extended time. But but they definitely see him more as their guy than a WCW guy. I get what you're saying. Right. And and even look what happened with Sting. If Sting come back in WrestleMania 50 and we'll say, look at Sting, one of the greatest wrestlers of all times, 
we're never ever going to see him as a WWE product. It's always going to be WCW. And it's my biggest worry for AJ Styles is thinking about what they did with Sting, where they just like, here's this name that we know you're going to pop for, but it's not a guy we're ultimately going to do anything with. Exactly. That's my biggest concern. And, and, and two things, back to what Seth said earlier, yes, they always take the easier route with the simpler bookings to say, eh, nah, let's keep it on them. Yep. And, and, Especially and, on B-level pay-per-views. Yep. And the other, and the other hot um, commodity and signing that this happened to was the Dudley Boys. I mean, yep. it was unheard of for them to come back. And the tag team division was all of a sudden interested again. And we booked them to winning the titles for a half a year straight. To them, just at this job, 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 job. They jobbed Enzo and Cass for goodness sakes. Like I love those guys, but they should not be losing to the Dudley. They shouldn't. The Dudley Boys should not be losing to them on Raw. Absolutely at least not. make it a pay per view. That's kind of a big deal. Absolutely not. No, it makes no sense at all. And you know what? If y'all gonna do that, please just take away the power rankings on the WWE. <laughs> There's no point. I don't even look at them. I got. Yeah. People out here losing to the Cleveland Browns. Oh, boy. <laughs> so then I guess Cellus, or not Cellus, 2 chains. I guess just to kind of wrap it up then, you're kind of the tiebreaker vote because Cellus wants, um, thinks Roman Reigns is the way to go. I think AJ is yep. the way to go. What is, I mean, I know what you want. What do you think is going to happen, though? Um, at this pay-per-view? Well, I guess maybe you could even stretch it out to the end of the feud. Maybe we say Money in the Bank. What do you think is going to happen? I think Money in the Bank is where he wins. I think Money in the Bank is, could, could potentially be a crazy pay-per-view just because of the simple fact of looking forward to AJ winning the championship because they will have a third match. The WWE loves trios and loves... Trilogies, uh, yeah. Trilogies, yes. Um... And the potential of AJ winning, but a Kevin Owens winning or Bray Wyatt winning the Money in the Bank just to see them stare off to the end of the of of the pay per view. The goosebumps are real, ladies. Can I take that a step farther? Have Kevin Owens cash in that night (laughs) right after AJ wins it. Could you imagine? It would be glory. People would be so upset. It would be great. Even the tease, even if he came out. And they, you know, the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn brawl. Uh, I need a name for that, by the way. But even to see <laughs> that, um, I'm, everybody's going to go crazy because um, Kevin Owens is super heel, super heel. And you have now your top face winning over Ronan Reigns, um, getting his moment. So the buzz is going to be crazy. And just to see the super heel come out with his briefcase, even if it's Bray Wyatt. I almost think Bray Wyatt's more compelling now that I sit and think about it compared to Kevin Owens. But I want Kevin Owens to win too. Only and the only reason why Bray Wyatt seems to be the more likely choice is because um, there's potential Kevin Owens having the IC championship. Yeah, well, and I think so. the Sami Zayn thing could go. I would love to see them have a cell match, but I can't see how you stretch it out to that point. That's a long yeah. feud, but I mean, they did. They've not, done it before. Not that money in the bank is on the line. Well, maybe. I, yeah, I don't just, know what would compel Kevin Owens to do that, but it's it's just the fact of we. I think my biggest thing is I'm not so mad of bookings, and I'm not really so mad about my predictions completely being way left field. My 
sickest feeling I have upon watching wrestling is after I invested a good three or four hours watching a pay-per-view on Sunday for the ending to be so sour that it, it's a debate for me to even watch Raw the next day. And I think that the potential of this book in here and knowing that it could be some type of automatic fancy booking because of the events of that night, it automatically makes you invested for the time. And I mean, like, with the, with the stakeholders involved here and something in this storyline, this could get mm-hmm. interesting. But with Ronan Reigns, it becomes stale because now we look at it and say, oh, well, there's the top free agents, the top free agent, the top, the, the top baby face right now. Well, he just lost three times, so... Um, <laughs> who, who's next in line to lose? That's... But you're also making him a great heel at the same time for when Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose try to fight him to make that shield triple threat. But the thing is, you I you have to remember, Ronnie Reigns is not a heel. He's not a he heel, is, so it's not the same is, dynamic. Exactly. He is a babyface because if he was globally accepted, this would, we would never be talking like this <laughs> at all. Yeah. It's the fact that we, we, I'm not going to say we, some of us do not like him. I a lot, a lot of people on TV that we don't know don't like him. There's a lot of people on the line that don't like him. There was a lot of people at WrestleMania, and we were all there that didn't, that were bummed out walking out of WrestleMania. <laughs> yes, the WWE Network did not. The epitome of how bad it was was not recorded. I don't know what type of media work they was doing, but it was nowhere near recorded like it was. No, but yeah, there's all. a lot of women that like him, and there's a Vince McMahon that like him, and therefore there's friction. <laughs> amongst amongst viewers, so yeah. Two James, we could go on forever. Why don't you sign us off, and we'll get back to this on our uh, Extreme Rules preview next week. I have to take one big. <sighs> <laughs> sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. He's getting into it. I know you were you were really worked up there, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, you feel you feel strongly. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> fans, we're gonna wrap this up. No, for real, it's it's actually like a legit listen. It's just more concise than this one. You know, we'll blame our marked amount on that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. hey, we'll, we'll catch on the next time. You know?